0: is the Powerful Nonsense Podcast. Learn everything you need to know to make a living outside the nine-to-five grind and crush it at life. You'll learn from inspirational guests and in-depth discussions. Go from employee to entrepreneur and start creating a life you love and still pay the bills. So here are your hosts, Wayne Ingram and Jem Yildiz. Let's get on with the show. This podcast is sponsored by the University of Northampton, the first UK university to be awarded the Ashoka U Changemaker Campus status in recognition for their commitment to social entrepreneurship. That's it 2015 is done It's a wrap. It's over and now we enter 2016 after what is a crazy year Was it crazy? I think it was a crazy year It was a crazy year for me Was it a crazy year for you?
1: Weren't too crazy, to be honest. It was a fun year.
0: Well, we're here to break it down today. It is our New Year's Year in Review episode. I would say it's tradition, but it's the only second New Year episode we've done.
1: I really liked the last one we did, and I thought Mm -hmm. it was actually really useful to kind of look back at what's worked, what didn't work, and then it kind of gives you a lot of clarity on where to move into the New Year.
0: Yeah, yeah. Me too. Me too. Um, so to those who are joining us for the first time, I am Wayne Ingram.
1: And I am Jem Yildiz.
0: And this is Powerful Nonsense. Yep. Bringing Powerful Nonsense to your ear holes.
1: Either or, Powerful or Nonsense, you yeah. decide.
0: Yeah, you decide. Uh, but yeah, so we're here to talk 2015 and 2016 as a whole, um, kind of talk about what we've learned about ourselves, generally speaking, and everything in between. Um, and also kind of what we're looking forward to in the new year. And hopefully we're going to give you a little bit of value and nuggets of goodness along the way. So, Jem. Uh, yes. 2015.
1: Yes. How was it for you? For me, I really enjoyed 2015. I think I've got a lot of the things done that I wanted to do. I think I traveled a lot, which I really enjoy. Mm hmm saved quite a bit of money as well which is always nice um and i was just really happy that it's my second year on this sort of entrepreneurial journey having Mm -hmm. a lot more freedom in my life Mm -hmm. and yeah i had a wicked year actually i've actually told a lot of people if i can have that sort of same year obviously it's not great always to have the same year over but in terms of managing my own time that freedom Mm -hmm. that i had last year is definitely something that i want to continue doing in 2016 uh any particular highlights Highlights. Um, always travel, traveling with you, Mm -hmm. traveling with my girlfriend, traveling with family. That was always a fun thing. I Uh love, I love doing that. Um, other than that, uh, yeah, just the freedom really. Mm -hmm. Just, I just loved that opportunity to have that choice of, you know, I probably went to the gym more than I went to in Mm -hmm. any other year. I had that flexibility in the day to go along. Yeah. I've probably been the most consistent in terms of my health, Mm -hmm. um, Another thing I've really enjoyed again for the podcast is just speaking to really interesting people, having great guests on, learning Mm -hmm. more from them. So, yeah, those those are probably things that really stand out for me.
0: Okay, yeah. I mean, going to Dublin with with you
1: was a particular highlight for me
0: as well. Um, First bit of travelling, first sort of holiday I've really had in many a year. Mm -hmm. Um, And just a nice little experience just to, I mean, I love Dublin. But but I mean, really, Dublin isn't kind of one of those places that I think is on many people's bucket lists. No. Because it's not, it's not like one of those places where it's just like visually like amazing. Like there's not really much to see. Certainly within the city, we didn't really venture out into the country, which I wish we had more time to do. But I mean, the experience there and the vibe there is just, I mean, I love the Irish people. <laughs> you do. I love the Irish people. But the sort of general experience and the general vibe was was great. Um, and then obviously talking about the podcast, I mean, we're coming up to two years of doing this. But I think at the end of this month, I think the podcast will be two years old. Uh, episode one hundred is fast approaching. Yeah. Um. And I think the podcast itself has really been a significant part of my development as a person. Um. I, and I think that comes from. You know, obviously having to uh, consume good stuff, valuable information, and then obviously feeding it back out. Like they say, you know, you're best at teaching the stuff that you're learning. Or is it the other way around? Yeah, no, obviously
1: once you learn something, if you go and share it with someone, they say that obviously sticks a lot harder in your brain. So,
0: And um, I mean, I feel like I've certainly come a long way this year, more so than last year. I thought I'd come a long way last year, but this year I think I've learned a lot about myself mm-hmm. um, and actually overcome a lot of personal issues myself.
1: Yeah, I think from the last year when we did this, I think I think we was taking in so much information. I think it was kind of pulling us in a lot of different directions. All this new knowledge, and I think this year is kind of like sifting through what bits I wanted to keep, what bits work. Speaking to people who have applied some of the stuff I've learned and. I think that's really the powerful part is that just exposing yourself to so many different people's Mm -hmm. points of views, discussing, having these discussions ourselves. Like you say, the podcast on me is really a great way of sort of uh, calcifying or sort of clarifying my own thoughts. Mm -hmm. And so and then going on to teach other people and then seeing how it works for them. And I know a lot of my close friends and now they're feeding this sort of information to me. And I'm Mm -hmm. seeing how a lot of the people around me are changing as well and how their mindsets are changing. So, yeah, it's just been pretty powerful stuff.
0: And do you think, because you were just saying about how you're watching people around you changing, do you think it's a case of cognitive bias where, because we're going on this journey, we're kind of aware of really how much everybody else is kind of developing as a person or even how society is kind of changing? Do you think it's cognitive bias or do you think it's a, gen- a genuine change that's happening?
1: I think it's a bit of both and I think like initially we said we started this podcast because we were having these sort of interesting conversations Mm -hmm. and it seems that nowadays I can't even get away with, like even with my girlfriend I have these conversations now, we go Mm -hmm. into these little deep, when we go for like walks and stuff, we go into these deep um, conversations, then my friends when we go to the gym we have those conversations and I think it actually... I think a lot of people enjoy having these conversations and I think obviously we've spoke about how social media is making people a little bit bit more conscious Mm -hmm. I just think in general if you're around people who are kind of questioning their thoughts yeah you end up getting into better conversations anyway and sometimes they test you on what you've the knowledge you've taken in and I think that's what's been really important is to and I've had a really good social year this year Mm -hmm. and it's great to be around so many different people because it it does really balance out what works and you can kind of see how it's applied to their life Mm -hmm. and Know what to throw away, not what to work with. So I really felt like all that information we sucked in from maybe yeah. 2014 yeah. is now kind of finding its feet and it's kind of, yeah, finding a, a pattern to put it in that actually right. makes it work. And that's why I think this year has been actually a good, like you say, a personal year in terms yeah. of yourself. It's been a good year in that sense.
0: Yeah, I'm, I mean, actually, somebody asked me, um an actor that I'd worked with last year, I saw him recently and he kind of said, you know, how, how's your year been? Because I hadn't seen him all year. And I said, well, to be honest, from a career perspective as a, as an actor, shit. Mm-hmm. It's been shit. I've mm-hmm. done two projects this year, mm-hmm. which is, this is, I said to somebody yesterday, this has been the hardest year of my career so far. But in terms of me personally, as a person, this has been one of the best years I've had in a long time because I've, I'm got a better social circle than I've had in a long time. I've struggled to fit everything in, um, which I've not been able to say for a long time, um, in terms of social stuff. Um, and as I was saying earlier, you know, I've really dealt with a lot of issues that I needed to deal with, but I haven't, it's been interesting because I actually haven't dealt with them head on. Really? At least it doesn't feel that way. It's kind of happened by osmosis over time. And I think it's big, because I've been consuming all of this positivity and all of this um this valuable mindset type stuff whether that is through like the art of charm podcast which I highly recommend to everyone um or even if it's just sat chatting to you on these podcasts and obviously all the people that we get to mm-hmm. uh, we have the absolute pleasure of speaking to on this podcast and I've just found I'm uh, I think I said I think I might have said this last year But I think it's kind of rings true again this year. I probably should have gone back and listened to that episode actually before we recorded today because it would be really interesting to hear what's changed and what hasn't. But, and I think I said this last year, but I feel so much calmer and so much more at ease. And, um, in fact, did I have this conversation with you the other day? I think I did. Um, where I was, um, sat on a train trying, yeah, it was definitely with you. I sat on a train kind of telling somebody some of the stuff that I've learned over this last couple of years, um, particularly as it pertains to health. And um, I was, you know, spouting off all these, these ideas, which as far as I'm aware, research backs up. And then we go, no, it's complete, complete bullshit. No, I don't believe that for a second. No, it's bullshit. And every time I try to go, hang on. And it was like, no, no, it's bullshit. And, they were so close-minded and I know that I used to be one of those people and I was sat there thinking thank god I'm not like that anymore and I think the fact that you get to the point where you're starting going yeah I used to be like that and thank god I think that's where you know you've really gone on a bit of a journey I mean I still have my moments of course and I do question everything but I will never outright well never say never but I'll never I'll rarely outright just say no 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 i'll say it doesn't really make sense to me it doesn't sound like it should be right um yeah and i just think when you get into that level where you're aware of that sort of stuff that's where you really know that you've come on a
1: on a long way yeah i think that's totally down to kind of the whole self-development thing it does help you become way more self-aware and before where you might have been really arsey about in a conversation mm-hmm. you didn't know you was even doing it and the same to that person probably doesn't have a clue they're being that way and I think the more you learn and the more you can apply especially like you say on Art of Charm it's really getting into your own psychology mm-hmm. and it's being able to kind of step back from those situations just say look this is where this person's at Yeah, that's how they are and maybe in a couple of years they'll be okay and we'll have a better conversation it's yeah. kind of not taking it on the chin as if it's something wrong with you it's just letting mm-hmm. them sit with it and let them be yeah. who they are and I think that's where self-awareness and through all this learning that we've been doing, it go it, it gets massive. And I'm sure next year we're going to look back and say, wow, I'm even more self-aware. It's kind right. of that idea that, like you say, you, you work for your shit. It's probably because you become more conscious of what your shit was. Yeah. And then people have helped you get perspective on it. Yeah. And then when you look at it through different eyes, like when I say for me, one of my big changing points this year was that little uh, sit down. Obviously I had with Philip McKernan. Mm. And, and I think all that shit that you kind of hold on to that you feel is the thing that holds you back until somebody from the outside can kind of regurgitate it to you in a different way and yeah. give you a new perspective Yeah. then suddenly that's perspective you had on that situation is like oh I can see it from that angle and now that I see it from this angle it's nowhere near as bad as I thought and it right. frees you yeah and I think that's where that this whole journey does take you it, it kind of you can now have the kind of brain power, the capacity to actually just look from a few different angles before making a judgment. Mm. And I think that's a great thing to have. And definitely, Mm -hmm. definitely.
0: What would you say your biggest sort of challenge was in 2015?
1: Challenge, I guess really again, and it's probably something that's going to probably pass on into 2016 as well. It's kind of Mm -hmm. really knowing where to put your focus. Yeah. Cause I feel like I did a lot this year. Mm hmm but it's like, well, did anything in particular move far ahead? Yeah, It's kind of like, did it go as far as it could have been? I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of things were going on, but where were there was enough energy going into one particular thing, mm-hmm. I think I was doing, I think when you go into entrepreneurship as well, you obviously you're kind of spreading yourself quite thinly because you're thinking about money, you're thinking about learning, you're thinking about doing all these different things. And then mm-hmm. often that means that you do a lot of things not great, but you get things done just to keep your head above water. And I think, for me in 2016, we've already spoke about this: is just really getting really clear on what I want to be doing, mm-hmm. and maybe drop a few things that I don't want to be doing, and push a bit more energy. It's kind of like that yeah. that whole idea of a laser beam. It's like if you put a few mirrors, it gets it spreads out, and you, you the light ends up being very thin in the loads of different areas. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I can cut a few aspects of what I do out of my life, mm-hmm. I think a lot more energy. We'll go into the yeah. the right things, and then again, it's just having that uh, clarity on what things I actually want to put mm-hmm. that energy into, which is actually a hard thing to do. Which is why, yeah. yeah, sometimes, like you say, sitting sitting down and looking back at last year and figuring out what did, what was you doing the most of, what was you enjoying the most mm-hmm. of, then it helps you to say, okay, well, I really enjoyed that from last year. How can I make sure that I? arrange my life in a way that I can do more yeah. of that next year. Maybe it'll bring bigger results as well.
0: Yeah. And I think this is where me and you, it's interesting that we've both, we've both come to the table with the same idea in mind of just knowing and and knowing what to focus on and make sure you focus on the right stuff. Um, I think it seems to be the big takeaway that both of us have taken from um, this last year um, because I look back at my year um because my acting career hasn't moved forward as far as I wanted it to this year and as far as I'd hoped I almost came into this year almost naively thinking that's it right that's it I've been paid to do an acting gig obviously with the show that I did last Christmas this is it this is this is where it begins
1: tipping point (laughs)
0: yeah and it just wasn't and it's entirely my own fault looking back at the year looking back month by month what worked what didn't work in every aspect of my life and then looking for the correlations, it was clear that uh, those months where I went a whole month with no audition is because I was focusing on something else. Um, Whether that be moving the podcast forward or uh, moving my production company forward. Um, Those things have at times taken energy away from, to me, what is the most important thing. I mean, me and you have sat down and had that conversation several times about knowing where our priorities are. Um, and making sure that we are singing from the same hymn sheet. And I think we're in a really good place with that. And now I've just got to make sure that my head is in the right place with it. It's in. It's not enough to just say, well, that's what I want to focus on. You've then got to back that up with putting the energy into the into the right things.
1: Yeah, I think that's a really important point because I'm sure if people are listening to this now, they probably had like a load of goals going into last year. And they're thinking, oh, well, I didn't write that book I wanted to write. I didn't get my first ep album done or i didn't travel as much as i wanted to mm-hmm. and then if you probably look back at month by month which i thought thinking back to it i know you're really good at putting stuff into your diary so if it's in the calendar yeah. you've got information on it whereas i think a lot of people sometimes maybe miss out putting stuff onto calendars mm-hmm. and so you can't go back and review so for one thing i'll definitely be doing next year is making sure that everything is stated what will be happening each day so that i yeah. can go back and really clearly see what i was doing a lot of and what i wasn't yeah. So yeah, definitely, that's a good idea. But yeah, it's just kind of taking that time to plan out what you want to do. And Because if you do look back, you will see that, yeah, you wanted to go on four holidays. But then if you look back at month by month, how much were you putting away each month to go away? And you'll be like, oh, well, I didn't go on holidays because I didn't prioritize my savings. Mm -hmm. I was going out every weekend or I didn't make that album that I wanted to do because I didn't do any music lessons and I didn't right. get around, didn't uh, network with music producers. And mm-hmm. you'll kind of break it down. It become when you do that sort of method that you did, it becomes really clear why none of your goals got hit because like yeah. you say, there was no energy going into them. Yeah. And, and, so,
0: and when I look back at it, uh, and it's almost kind of my mantra for 2016 in a way, but I look back at it and I look at all of the facts as they are, is I didn't get an audition that month, but I, and I was putting loads of energy into that over there. Um, it's clear mm-hmm. why I got no audition. So I can't. I have no one to blame but myself. Mm-hmm. And it is just a case of there's no excuse. You just didn't do the right thing. Yeah. Whether or not that's a bad thing, or whether or not you should have, you know, caught onto it sooner. The point is, it was all in your control. And you let it
1: slip through your fingers. Yeah, Philip McConan said this before. He's like, Well, if you keep telling everybody you're a plumber, then you end up being the plumber for the year. And it's kinda of like the same thing. If you're not telling yourself that you are that thing that you want to achieve, if you're not if if for that month you you were more of a podcast than you were an actor, then it makes sense that like we got sponsorship right. for the podcast. So right. things move forward for the podcast. And you've got results. And it's that idea that whatever it is you want to be doing next year, you need to own it. Mm-hmm. And you say, well, I am still working my nine to five, but I am a musician on yeah. the side. And actually, then you'll put energy into it. And I think, mm-hmm. yeah, that's the key, really, to really know what you want to achieve and to have a plan. And I think me and you just said when we was in the coffee shop just now, like we really need to sit down and say, what is the plan for the podcast going forward in the next few months? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where people mess up. is kind of, yeah, I want to do that. But then you don't have the step-by-step action plan and once you see what you want to achieve it's so much easier to work towards it and whether that's in a weekly small little weekly movements or daily little increments so yeah just making sure that you have a plan to get to where you want to get to Mm -hmm. next year
0: yeah and i was actually thinking about this this morning and i i always think about this to myself because as you well know i used to be a very like I used to be like a not in terms of necessarily quality but certainly in terms of effort an A plus player I would always fucking work. Self acclaimed. Self acclaimed (laughs) but but I remember you telling me at uni once like you're a fucking workaholic. Yeah. That that is one of those moments that just is really vivid in my memory. I remember you saying it. Um and I was. I was there was Like, nothing would stop me from working. If I needed to get shit done, I got shit done. But now I don't have that same... And I I can't work out what it is that has changed. But I think it might be the competitive nature of um, training as an actor. Um, And I also think there's that element of not knowing what that next step is. That next step isn't really vividly clear and I was thinking this morning, like, what is that next step? Like for before it was like, right. When I was at school, it was like, right, get a GCSE in drama. Cause that's what I thought was important. Get an A level in drama. Cause that's what I thought was important. Make sure I win the best actor award before I leave school. Cause that's important for, for me. Um, making sure I get into a drama school or, or somewhere where I can train as an actor. Cause that's important to me. Then it's get an agent, move to London or whatever order, <laughs> you know, and, and finish your training. And then I'm now out into the industry and it's like, well, what is, I've got the agent. I'm in London. Like what's next? And I was thinking about it this morning and I'm thinking, really? That next step is just the next job. Get that next job and put all of my focus into just getting that next job. Don't worry about whether or not my showreel is any good. Don't worry about whether or not, my voice feels any good don't worry about the networking because that all is encompassed in just get that next job Mm. and all of those stuff will fall into place if I focus on just getting that next job
1: yeah I think so and I think it could work both ways though because I think if you I think for some people obviously it's great to have that goal like some people are probably going into next year with like well next year I'm going to double my income and I'm going to have the goal and I think there's a danger to that as well, because you'll be like, Okay, I'm gonna focus so hard on getting that next job mm-hmm. that it becomes your main focus. You might get the job, but then after you're back to square one again. Now do you focus on the next job? And I mm-hmm. think it's more about just living that in the in the lifestyle of that thing you wanna be. So if you wanna be an actor, you just have to be doing what actors generally do, mm-hmm. which is going to auditions, which is training yourself, which mm-hmm. is all these kind of things. And I think Yeah, for some people it's good to have that. Goal. I think we've had a whole episode on this. It's just I think people have to be careful as well because if you go and set yourself a load of lofty goals, by the time March right. by the time March comes and you haven't had a job, you're going to be like, well, I've already been unsuccessful in 2016 Mm -hmm. the rest of the year is probably going to be rubbish Mm -hmm. i think if you're just living through the thing you want to do if you're a musician you should be playing them you should be playing music every day you should be practicing vocals you should be yeah doing all these things you want to be a writer you want to write a book well then keep writing every day if you wrote every day for the next year eventually you're going to have something to show at the end of the year so i think it's more important to actually be doing what an actor would be doing a successful actor consistently yeah and the roles will come if you're mm-hmm. doing everything you should be doing, if you're training yourself, if you are getting out there networking, mm-hmm. if you are creating content cheaply, freely, putting it out there, it has to come. I always believe just whatever you want to be doing, as long as you put that energy into it, you'll attract people because most people aren't putting any energy into what they do. Right. And so they don't get any results. Whereas if you go look and I was listening to a I think it was a documentary on Ed Sheeran. The guy is a workaholic yeah, in what he wants right. to achieve. And he puts so much energy into it that it's inevitable that he will become a success. Right. And you can listen to anybody that was around him while he was yeah. doing that. And I think that's the ultimate goal there. If you want to be a writer next year, just put some energy into it daily and you'll become a writer next year. You can have a total a, mm-hmm. a published book by the end of, in six months. Yeah. Just you have to have that, focus or enough time so you're not knackered and you're not tired and you've got the space to go and do the thing you want to do because I think I think it's dangerous to kind of have too many goals like set goals for next year because you don't know you might have no roles again next year and you've got to be comfortable with that and you say well do you know what I lived I lived as an actor, though I I trained. You could say (laughs) I'm comfortable with that right now. (laughs) Yeah, you're not. But you're not going to be a different person after you've got that role. You might get the role and you get paid done. Well, now what? So it might be better actually just to go and do a few courses, just as long as you're living as an actor. And that's how I see if I can live as an entrepreneur, someone who's in control of my own time again next year. My year has been a success for me yeah like it's about for, for me that's my values it's do I have time for myself do I have time for my friends do I have time to travel mm-hmm. am I working on my terms that's my gauge of success there's not a number to any of those things
0: we interrupt this broadcast of Powerful Nonsense to talk about our sponsors for the show first of all we've got to thank the University of Northampton who've been sponsoring us for quite a while uh, thank you to them for our support Um, If you are looking to go to university and you're thinking about setting up your own side gig as well, your own business, then I'd say Northampton's probably the place to go. Uh, They specialise in social entrepreneurship as well, so it's all about business with a social impact as well and good conscience. So check them out, northampton.ac.uk. So also, we've teamed up with Fiverr. Now, if you don't know what Fiverr is, it's like a creative marketplace where you can kind of like pay people a small sum of money just to maybe write a blog post on your behalf design a blog header design an instagram image or whatever infographics all that sort of stuff even jingles for your podcast if you are deciding you want to compete with us <laughs> prices literally start at a fiver that's why it's called Fiverr, and five dollars so if you're in the uk that's what like three quid mm-hmm. which is pretty good sometimes i'll up it but as a starting point think five pounds, head over to Fiverr.com. That's Fiverr with two R's on the end. F-I-V-E-R-R.com. And when you get to your checkout, checkout that's the word I was after. You enter in the little coupon code PN podcast and we will give you 20% off. How Decent. good are we? Decent. See, you tune in, we give you 20% off Fiverr. So with that out of the way, let's go back to the show. So is your, is your intention for next year to just con-
1: continue on the path you're on? It is. It's just live, know what my values are, know what I enjoy doing, know what brings me happiness and just keep doing that mm-hmm. because the success, the the money, whatever else will come as a byproduct of me just doing the things that I enjoy because mm-hmm. I'm going to put energy into them. Right. I'm going to keep networking. We've already got amazing guests lined up for January. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we've got two great guys. Yeah, so we've got some great guests lined up in the new year, which are only going to keep growing. Um, my confidence in reaching out to people is going to keep increasing. Opportunities are going to open up. We've already been doing a talk in January. We've been up for potentially another talk coming up. And I just think, again, it's the idea that for two years we've been putting energy out there through the podcast. Mm-hmm. Opportunities are going to open up. You've had potential acting gigs potentially through podcast meetings we've had. Yeah. So it's just, again, just if you're doing what you enjoy, the right people are going to come into your path and... People might say it's a bit wishy-washy, but I read a lot of Wayne Dyer. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I think it is interesting
0: that um, you know, we had this conversation the other day about you know the fact that, and again, this is going to sound crazy, woo-woo, but it's strange how the universe works and how the moment you stop worrying about money is the moment you have more money. Um, And and this has kind of been my big takeaway from 2015 as a, a not necessarily as it pertains to money, but as a as a big development in my mind. If I if I look at the theme of 2015 in my mindset, the theme is abundance. It's that don't worry about it. It will sort itself out. Just live in the moment. You've got what you need. As of right now, the rest will come. And whether that is in terms of money. I mean, financially, this year has been my most successful in terms of um, relationships, both romantically and um, socially. This has probably been my most successful year since I moved to London. Um, And I've been here four and a half years now. And just in every aspect of my life, other than probably my acting career, funnily enough, um, I've kind of gone into that mindset. But then even then, I've said to you, I said this to you the other day. I now go into an audition room so at ease and so calm that I actually sometimes think, am I doing something wrong? Because the the audition process is so, um, there's, there's this anxiety surrounding the entire audition process that I just don't have anymore. And I think that's come from that abundance mindset of like, look, if they want you for this job, they want you for this job. They'll have you. Mm -hmm. you can only do what you're going to do anyway like you can't control the situation any more than you already have you've done the work you're prepared you know what you're doing so the rest is whatever's going to be Um, so again it's that abundance mindset
1: yeah I think people just need to not get the get it twisted that obviously just letting go and not focusing just thinking oh it'll figure itself out is not being lazy oh no i think it's having this sort being of like ease it's yeah but it's, it's an inner confidence that i'm doing what i need to be doing and like don't only where i read it before but it's kind of like see that your success is already there it's been plotted out for you and you've just got to be putting these energy yeah energy into these areas like you say oh my finances are um, have been great this year that's probably because you actually have focused on your finances and you've actually yeah, seen I have. yeah that's true you have put focus into it and you've seen how you can actually have these like new revenue new streams the same as relationships you were like well actually i need to get into relationships and mm-hmm. so you've kind of plot yourself again you put energy in it and you create dates you find ways of meeting new people it kind of just goes back into that sort of saying that whatever you focus on is the thing that's going to grow and i think That's what people just need to really see the power in in 2016 is whatever you want to be doing. Just put some focus into it, put some attention into Mm. it and track how much attention you're putting in and then you'll be able to gauge how far you're going to move forward in that particular thing. Mm. So looking to 2016, what's your general feeling?
0: Which I know is a very
1: vague question. I guess my feeling is like just... Think about the things that bring me joy. Like, really feel like at what moments, maybe from last year, or what do I enjoy doing? Where I'm kind of just, you know, what I feel really happy doing this. Like, I feel totally at ease. This is the thing I want to be doing. Because there has mm-hmm. been sometimes in like 2015 where I've actually been doing things. I'm like, do you know what, my body's telling me I don't want to be doing it. it feels like it's yeah. being dragged into that thing. Yeah, and it's like, you know what, I'll do it anyway. But it feels like a chore. It feels like someone does have those chains on you and you feel mm-hmm. like, you, and you, and you, and and I think you'll know because you get this massive release once that thing's done. Yeah. And you feel it, you're like, wow, that felt, uh, now it's done. I feel relieved. Yeah. And I think just, I guess that's also having a good awareness of your actual body in the sense mm-hmm. that you can feel when something feels tiring. Yeah. And sometimes that's emotionally tiring yeah. in terms of people who go into jobs they don't like. You actually yeah. feel the weight or how much that drains you of energy. And I've just kind of now got to the point where I can really gauge the things that I do that I leave. And I feel like I'm literally buzzing for life after doing it. And it Mm -hmm. is for me, that is the podcast for me that is working out for me. That is surrounding myself with new interesting people or learning something new. They're things that really energize me. And so I think if you can somehow, and I think that actually probably becomes from meditation because last Mm. year I really got into meditation. So I tried to meditate every day. And I think, you can start to feel your body and you can feel what your body wants, what wakes it up. And I Mm -hmm. think if you can kind of develop that awareness, whether that is just downloading a meditation app and just doing that a few times a day, just to really tune into how you feel. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think your body has a great intuition in itself and can gauge what you should be doing. But obviously you need to kind of plan accordingly so Mm -hmm. you can develop more of those aspects into your life.
0: I'm really excited for 2016. I think I've learned so much this year um, and, and I kind of think if I look back on this year, this year is kind of like that interim where you just kind of I just need to deal with shit and, and understand stuff on a deeper level. As soon as new your year, new year hits, I'm ready to go. And I think that's that's a good thing to do. Like if you're still in that holiday zone because it's New Year's Day or you might not be going back till uh, the fourth, which is the, the, the first sort of Monday of January. Just take the weekend. Just really think about what this year is going to be for you. Mm -hmm. just think about it think about last year look back on last year look back at what the good stuff and the bad stuff see if there are any patterns see if there are any themes just analyse it and just think about what you want this next year to be and if you're not excited by the end of that process go back to it and do it again
1: Yeah, I really um (laughs) I really like this idea that I've listened to another podcast. I think you did it as well. And it's kind of just having that theme for the year. So last year for me, and I know in the 2014 when we did, it was just social. I kind of had neglected my friends massively. Mm -hmm. And this year I totally picked that back up, Mm -hmm. went on holiday with my friends, all different types of friends that I have, had loads of great experiences. I think if you can create a theme for your new year... Build it in and just know ultimately know what you value the most next year, what is mm-hmm. going to bring you the most joy. It might not be that better paycheck, it might not be moving to a new job. Yeah. It is, and sometimes even it might even be you know what, prioritize yourself. You let yeah. yourself go, you've let yourself go terribly over the last few years, and yeah. you need to care for yourself this year. And that has yeah. nothing to do with your job. That might be you just taking time out for yourself to meditate, yeah, to go for a little jog or whatever else. And I think,
0: yeah,
1: that's that will make your year successful if you're just focusing on what you really want to prioritize and Mm -hmm. yeah just have a wicked time really it's going to be good we're going to have so much more stuff to share you've got a lot of stuff planned and um yeah you just gotta have a great year and let go of the past let go of the Mm -hmm. future just live in the present year and just enjoy it yeah and for what it's worth as well um
0: just before we wrap up i actually think you've come quite far this year as well i think you've calmed down a lot and i think you know that Mm-hmm. Um, in the way that you are with other people um, in terms of your own journey. I think you've often seen other people's journeys through the lens of your own, which goes back to the Star Wars episode of the truths we cling to, mm-hmm. depending on our own point of view. But I think you've given yourself a, a sort of wider wider perspective on things, uh, which I think is now serving you really, really well particularly compared to six months I think this last six months has been a big game changer for you
1: yeah I think it's just it is the idea of understanding that I have my point of view but I now super respect other people's point of view and I know that I cannot judge where they're at I cannot Mm -hmm. bring my own opinions to what even if I think what I will say to them or what I would do will be great for them I've got to understand that they're on their own journey they'll come it's like when the idea that you'll read the book, like if you had a book to read, it will affect you at the right point in time. You might hate it one year, the next year it's exactly what you need. Mm. And I've got to that point where unless someone asks me for my opinion or wants me to guide them, I can, but it's not my place to kind of just tell them where I think they should be going. And that's why I think it is massively that idea of just being totally more fluid, being more relaxed, being understanding that good things will come if you continue being being a good person and doing what you believe inside you is right.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. And things will just work out for you because you're just going to have so much more life energy in you. And then, Mm -hmm. yeah, just experience, I think just keep experiencing new things, test yourself, push yourself Mm -hmm. and yeah, just hopefully have a wicked year. So final thing.
0: Yes. Final, final thing. If you look back on 2015 and could put it into one or two words, what would it be? And Looking forward to twenty sixteen. If you could put it into one or two words, what would they be?
1: Oh, that's really, really hard to do. Um, for me, probably twenty fifteen is just connections. I reckon mm-hmm. I really feel connected to people around me. I appreciate them all so much. I think your friendship groups, your family, bring so much like to your life. Mm-hmm. New perspectives, comfort. They are your security. They keep you sane. Like you have to have a wicked group of people around you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think for me, into 2016, I guess the word for me is more, I keep, this word keeps coming up, it's like it's a weird one because it's not as emotional as that one, it's more like about professionalism and I think it's mm-hmm. this idea of structuring just enough, not to kind of be so rigid on yourself, but have a, at least a good structure and in that professionalism, there's that idea of focus and I think it is a professional has a focus, mm-hmm. knows what they enjoy, knows what they want to achieve but isn't tied to the outcome they just do it because it's them Mm -hmm. i think for me yeah connections last year was amazing i needed to reconnect with everybody i needed to see new perspectives and i needed to travel to explore to be around family to be around friends yeah and i hope i'm really looking forward to more travel next year with friends and it's just, that's what you live for really is Mm -hmm. those connections with each other. Those new experiences every year. I love going to a new country with a, with somebody just to see their faces when they experience it for the first time. Mm -hmm. It's like we are experiencing this together.
0: And for me, uh, I kind of briefly kind of alluded to this earlier, but 2015 for me is all about abundance. That's what I've learned. That's the biggest takeaway for me. And it affects every aspect of my life. Abundance. Um, going into 2016 for me, it's, no excuses. It's kind of that's the thing that keeps popping into my head. There's no excuses next year. I know where I need to be focusing and so I'm gonna goddamn focusing on them. And that's it.
1: And the answers are always there. I think no excuses is great. Call in your own bullshit on yourself mm. constantly because you can talk yourself out of everything. Yeah.
0: And I've I've got into that habit and it's become a habit. It's not even it's not even something I'm consciously doing. It's become a habit which I never used to do. You do the work and you do what's important. Yeah, And And somewhere along the line, I've got into this habit of excusing myself for mistakes or not focusing on the right thing or not getting stuff done when I need it done. And kind of, it's it's almost that procrastination effect of, Mm -hmm. well, I can't do that yet because I haven't done this.
1: Mm -hmm. And I think as sort of, creative people is kind of you can talk yourself out of anything yeah. we do it all the time before we start podcasting. We're like, yeah. oh maybe we should go talk in a cafe for a bit and talk and you can kind of easily put things off. And I think the the main thing you said there is understanding that it's not it is a habit. It yeah. is that and so habits are breakable. Yeah. So if you can kind of get rid of that whole bullshitting yourself Mm -hmm. and know and call yourself up on it but that's also where good friends come in because you can they can call you up on it when you're still in your habit zone yeah absolutely which is why I guess a lot of people love like accountability as well Mm -hmm. so but yeah yeah it's good stuff there
0: thank you very much for tuning in guys we do appreciate it for those that have been listening from day one we're coming up to two years so thank you for your support and attention
1: it'd actually be funny to like listen to somebody who has been listening for ages be like to kind of say how much they think we have or haven't changed or they might be like you guys are (laughs) still the same twats you were before
0: (laughs) yeah exactly um so thank you very much for tuning in we hope you're gonna carry on listening to us for the rest of the year hit us up on twitter at pn underscore podcast let us know what your word for 2016 is Um, and just enjoy the ride so thanks for tuning in and we will catch you next time on powerful nonsense see you later bye